Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast. Pull up a chair while I take a deeper dive into concerns for the team's present and future. Questions are always welcomed, whether on Twitter, Tim815, on the Anchor Contest line, or on my Facebook, Pre-Arb Excellence Group. Thanks for stopping by for today's episode, The Way Young Pitchers Do. And ask me questions if I was confusing. If you know very much about me at all, outside of my interest in the Cubs, you probably know I am a fan of music. Now, when I say I am a fan of music, there are various sorts and sundries of music that I really enjoy. For instance, I enjoy a lot of classical music or whatever compositional, whatever you choose to prefer to call it. Um, I've taken to opera. I grew up listening to Led Zeppelin and the Rolling Stones and Aerosmith and all that kind of stuff. And I generally enjoy Motown kind of stuff. Um, Jazz can be incredible. The blues can work also. Uh, I have a podcast I occasionally listen to. Haven't been there in a while. that uh, Keeps me updated on what's current in blues. One of the artists that I ran into back numerous years ago, he's, he was probably always, yeah, he was always around when I was listening to music. Van Morrison, a bit of a troubadour from northern, from North Ireland, Belfast, North Ireland. And he started off with them, a bit of a garage band in Ireland, and launched a lengthy solo career. And his music runs pretty much a whole bunch of different strains. Anything in the range from rock to um, blues to troubadour. And my podcast title, The Way Young Pitchers Do, is based on a Van Morrison Morrison song, Take Two. Um, Easy for you to say. The way young lovers do. I just threw that on before I did the podcast, and I was reminded how Van Morrison really works for me quite often. He doesn't necessarily fall into any one specific category, which is what a lot of people want. A lot of people, I want to listen to metal. I want to listen to pop. I want to listen to jazz. I Van Morrison is very eclectic. He's... He does what he does. He did what he did. He died a couple, three, four years ago, something like, and was working on a record shortly before he died, knowing that he was going to be dying soon. And that was kind of the um, overhanging cloud of the release. But um, if you're ever trying to figure out what would be an artist that I should listen to to take three or four years to completely understand. Van Morrison would be an interesting cat to go with. Today's start by Adbert Elzelay is the other reason I went with the way young pitchers do. Some people have an expected success from young pitchers or, frankly, veteran pitchers. Player's going to go out there, 
They're going to attempt to make their pitches. They're going to attempt to get the hitters out. They're going to attempt to throw strikes. Sometimes it'll work. Sometimes it won't. Elzele's day could have been a whole lot better if two defensive plays were properly finished. They weren't. He ended up getting pitch counted in the third inning. He ended up giving up two runs. The Cardinals ended up leading 4-1 to one and ended up winning 4-2. to two. Cubs had two runners on base when Anthony Rizzo struck out to end the game. Ian Happ had two home runs. And the offense kind of struggled with the bases loaded. One bit of news to eh, gently monitor. Uh, Ildemero Vargas, who was acquired in trade, presumably will show up in Chicago on Sunday. And when he arrives, when he is added to the roster, someone will have to be subtracted from the roster. My guess, Steven Souza is making a fairly decent case for being the person who will no longer be around. We'll have to see. But he's not hitting this year. He is not cost-controlled into the future. And if you have to make a move, you have to make a move. Um, Souza being subtracted, unless something really strange happens in the next, oh, three and a half, four hours, I would imagine Steven Souza being gone might be a reasonable assessment. Jason Adam pitched quite well. Actually, once the fifth inning started and the two in the first two Cardinals runners reach base, I had a project I had to take care of outside of the house and it pretty much needed to be done today. So I took care of it. By the time I got home, it was the bottom of the sixth and I missed Steven Souza's last at bat and People were basically cussing up and down, and I don't know what exactly he did, but I don't think I even want to know. Um, when you have a four-and-a-half game lead in the division, and the top two teams in the division are going to make the playoffs, and the second and third place teams in the division still have ten games left to go in the campaign against each other, losing a specific game in early September while frustrating, is not critical, is not, it's just, it's not nearly as big of an emphasis as it could have been otherwise. The Cardinals needed the game better than, more than the Cubs did. The Cardinals started Adam Wainwright. The Cubs started Adbert Alzelay in like his fourth, fourth start. And the Cardinals, having just faced him, knew what they were looking for and they adjusted their offensive approach based on what they saw last time, and Elzele struggled. Some fans are going to, oh, I thought Elzele was going to be good. The way young pitchers do, you're not guaranteed wonderful results from any pitcher every single time out. Elzele has to learn. And the only way he's going to learn or anyone else is going to learn is if he goes out and pitches. Once in a while, when a young pitcher goes out and pitches, he's going to get hit. He's going to get beaten. 
and he's going to have an opportunity to learn lessons. It's not very often you'll have a pitcher that goes out and in his first, say, 10, 12 starts, gets win, no decision, win, win, no decision, no decision, win, 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 no decision, win. That's not how it works. When a pitcher is getting used to the league, sometimes he'll get a no decision, sometimes he'll get a loss, and once in a while he'll get a win. For your team, whoever your team is, for your team to even deserve quality young pitchers, even deserve quality young pitchers, the fans have to be supportive. If the fans are going to be, boo, you suck every single time whenever a pitcher gives up runs, that team, that, that organization doesn't deserve good pitching. It doesn't deserve good pitching. What happens so often, Mick Gillespie was talking about this today, big market teams tend to, a lot of times, not like to send out the young pitcher. You know what teams are more than willing to send out the young pitcher? Oakland. Tampa. Sometimes they lose. Sometimes they lose. But before a pitcher can become useful, before a pitcher can become reliable, he has to learn lessons. To learn lessons, he has to go out and pitch. If he goes out and pitches, he might get some lessons taught to him. Very rarely does a starter come out and go, say, 13 and 5 in his opening season. Very rarely does that happen. The pitcher has to learn command. He has to learn every umpire's strike zone. Every umpire in the league has to learn his breaking ball. Every umpire and all the hitters have to. There is a lot of adjustment. Players have to adjust to the new level. Players often have to adjust to A-ball. Players have to often adjust to advanced A-ball, double A-ball, triple A-ball, because whenever you arrive at a new league, that league is going without you. They know how things go. You're the one who has to adjust on the fly. Adver Alzelay should be fine. However, he has to be allowed to go out and win, lose, or draw a number of games until he figures it out. That's the only way it works in most cases. You can't do the, I only want the good outings. If you want the cost control, you get the good outings and the bad outings, both in the amount that you're going to get them. If you're willing to look at a pitcher and say, no, get this guy out of here. I never want to see him pitch here again because he had a bad outing today. That's your call forever. Forever. If it turns out he's standard second starter in a couple years. You have to lead with, he's doing really well. And I said, get him out of town or else you have no integrity.
On pre-arb excellence, we expect integrity. If you're going to say, get this guy out of town, that's fine. Do it. As Ildemiro Vargas flies in, somebody's going to have to go away. And it's a perfectly legitimate question. Who should go away? And whoever it is you decide should go away. That's your call forever. It's your call forever. It's not a case of, oh, well, I didn't know he was going to do better in two weeks. Of course not. You never know what a guy's going to do in two weeks. What you have to do is assess the evidence, assess his history, assess his future, assess how long he's cost-controlled, assess how much he's making, and off of all the decisions that apply, make up your mind and go with it forever. Ildemiro Vargas flies in. I'm imagining Steven Souza flies out. And Edra Elzelay goes back down to the minor leagues. And boy, I better hope, I hope that uh, Colin Ray has four innings in him today. Because the way they turn through the bullpen, mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Uh, Tyson Miller going three or four innings would have been nice too, actually. Uh, Ian Happ did well. Really nice to see him. I, I, I have to admit this. I referred to him once on Twitter as LHO. What the heck is LHO? Um, the only person I can really remember with a mouse over his eye, kind of like Happer does, uh, Lee Harvey Oswald, when he uh, got hit by a policeman right before, well, in between the, um, in in between the time that John F. Kennedy was assassinated and um, Lee Harvey Oswald was killed, he had picked up a mouse over his eye because of a policeman hitting him. And kind of looks a little bit like Happer's mouse over the eye. So I referred to him as LHO. And then a little bit later, he hit another home run. I'll probably stop calling him that once the uh, mouse goes over the, goes away from over the eye. But if I accidentally refer to Hap as LHO, then you know where I'm going. Um, second game, I have no idea what's going to happen. But the Cardinals are going to have to fabricate some pitching with uh, their starter for Sunday going away. Um, as much as people want to get bent about a loss or even two losses today, with a pitcher like Elzelay, he's going to have some rough outings because that's the way young pitchers do. Thanks for stopping by Pre-Arb Excellence. I'll have another podcast posted here as situations warrant, presumably by the end of the game. And if I know you guys at all, if the game is over at about 10 o'clock and I run off a string of three or four podcasts once the game ends, you'll probably be listening to the first podcast by the time I get to the third podcast, which will probably get me to think about doing a fourth podcast. Because that's the way young podcasters do, or at least older podcasters. Thanks for stopping by Pre-Arb Excellence. I'll try to post another podcast as circumstances warrant. I'll attempt to make that one worth your time as well. Be safe. Go Cubs go. And be nice to people.